I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 187 of the CantoBite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, it's my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Just searching Star Wars on Google today and finding absolutely nothing. Yeah, look, there's not, there's not a ton of stuff today. Which, honestly, it's fine. I've got a cold. I feel like shit. And my cold medicine will put me to sleep fairly soon. So it could be a short one. It's fine. Um, I guess the new Thrawn book came out today. But we neither of us cares about that at all. I just care about the fact that I don't see your face while recording. So you could fall asleep at any moment. So I can be tangenting <laughs> on about something and not knowing that you're asleep. So Yeah. yeah. My Sometimes my laptop camera just won't turn on and then i gotta restart my computer but my computer is old and restarting it takes forever so i just decided fuck it i don't care also all you would be seeing is like my chap red nose and oh like watery eyes because it's a combination of i have a cold and also like hay fever so i don't know which is from which but uh that's a bummer I know, but at least I get to see this lovely picture. What year was this picture taken? Um, I believe that picture. Well, I don't know because I can't. I don't remember which one is my Skype picture. I think it is the picture from my cousin's wedding, which is maybe like six or seven years ago now. I look, I am very bad at the passage of time. It's a great passage, but I could tell it was a wedding picture because you just have that look on you about because I know how you feel about weddings. <laughs> so it's like I'm having a good time, but also fuck I'm at a wedding. Yeah, pretty much. I mean that was like as far as the wedding goes, it was a literally chill one. Like it was outside in this um, like nice garden in my hometown, and like the reception afterwards was at a park with like pizza and soda. So it was pretty chill, but still, it was also a wedding. Okay, 
I, I just, you know, because one day I, I'm going to get married. I don't know when that day is, but, you know, you, you never you never know. It could I will be tomorrow. Come to your wedding. Yes. It could be. Oh, no. I know you're coming to my wedding. <laughs> like, I, I know that 100% sure. So, like, I need this wedding to be, like, I need the Emily seal of approval. Like, I, I don't want you to ever be bored at my wedding like do we need to have like a break to like have like some like a puppy come around so we can all like pet the puppy or like uh should there be a petting zoo or just something with animal i don't know oh my god I'm- but a wedding petting zoo sounds amazing like if you could just have like you know how they do like goat yoga if you, if you yeah. could do goat wedding okay yeah, I'll, I'll talk to Carlos about it. I, I I think that he'll be okay with that. Um, and we could brainstorm together, you know, what kind of animals, um, you know, what kind of dogs. Like, if, it, if we wanted to have be like a corgi wedding in honor of the queen. Like, I, <laughs> I'm i down queen. for anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I'll discuss that with the, the committee. Okay. And and we'll we'll see how we can you know make that happen look if you have good food and booze that's what i really care about yeah i plan on having an open bar i don't know about food i'm always back and forth on food or if i should just get a taco guy and just end it but that's that's probably what i'll go with because like you can't go wrong with like a good taco man you can't like good good mexican food is good for the soul definitely i like that idea i approve okay Okay. And like, I was thinking of getting like a margarita guy too. Like, just think about like having like a slushy machine of like fucking margaritas or something. Like, that'd be delightful. Or just an open bar and margaritas. I don't know. Whatever I'm feeling like that day, I guess. Yeah. But one of my mom's favorite stories of uh, when she was planning her wedding with my dad was that she would go to um, like all the bakeries in San Diego and you know tell them that she's getting married soon so that she can taste test and she taste tested at least like five or four times in like every bakery in like san diego she found the place of course probably after she tested all these places but she talked about how she had a lot of cake and it was really fun (laughs) and i'm like i don't think i'm gonna do that but i respect it no my parents had like a very low-key hippie wedding and so like i think my mom made her dress and my dad's shirt and like a friend made their cake My dad had his long hippie hair back then. So what, like, defines a hippie wedding to you? Well, I think, I mean, I only have, you know, I've only seen a couple of pictures of it, but it was just very chill and not religious. And it wasn't like a traditional wedding dress and nobody was in a suit. That's cool. My, My dad was sort of in, like, a peasant blouse and slacks with his, you know, his hair down and... Yeah. And my mom was just sort of in a very nice summery, like floral dress that had a, a ribbon that matched my dad's shirt, like around the waist. Oh, that's precious. That's fun. Yeah, I've I've been to so many weddings and they've all been to been the same. Like, I haven't been to one where I'm like, this is an interesting wedding other than the wedding that I went to when the bride was two hours late. But <laughs> that was just time because time doesn't exist. You know, like how you how you say that, you know, like time and just you don't know it. Like, I, I think a lot of people like don't know it either. But yeah, time time is an illusion. 
I, I wrote that once in a paper, and I was really proud of that statement. Or no, it wasn't time is an illusion. It was something was an illusion. <laughs> I don't remember. Maybe, maybe it was an That's illusion. That's great fucking anecdote. Wow. Yeah. Uh, have you been up to anything fun? No, I, I, I went on this weird walk the other day. And it was at some state park. And I guess it was a place that a bunch of, like, Instagram influencers go to take Ugh. pictures. Because it's this, like, this beautiful... I, I don't even want to say beautiful, because it was fine. Like, <laughs> I've been to many beautiful places. But I was just mad because of the amount of fucking Teslas that were there. After last week's conversation about Elon fucking Musk, I feel like he brought the middle finger to me, to this residence. Because, okay... So you get there and you and I was there for the purpose of hiking, which I think because it's advertised as like a trail, a hiking trail. But everyone stops in the middle of nowhere to take Instagram pictures. And I'm just like, okay, like I'm here to walk and people like just like stop in front of you. And, you know, you try to swerve around like people forget there's a pandemic and all this shit. And then there's people driving with their fucking Teslas and their Teslas are so quiet that I almost got hit by a motherfucking Tesla. And then this lady right next to me almost got hit by one too. She was mad. She was like, I, I do you think that they'll feel my ass on his, on his car? And I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know. I do not know. I'm going to continue walking away. But, but yeah, like it was just so bizarre that this destination was just this like Instagram. I, I don't even remember what it was called. I know I'm never going back, but like I was just here to walk. Like I I came here to have a good time, and that time was ruined by Teslas and Instagram influencers. No disrespect to the game, but <laughs> all disrespect to the attitudes due to the game. But. No, just, you know, I'm continuing, uh, I'm calling it the Job Hunt World Tour of 2021. I was previously in the Job Hunt World Tour in 2020, but, you know, it, it did so well that it's moved on to 2021. So, you know, I'm just, you yeah, know, living. Yeah. Yeah, so just been hanging out what about you anything new exciting going on in the world of emily nope i've got um one more week until my second vaccine shot looking forward to that uh other than that just grooving along watching a lot of the nanny um not doing much else oh i watched mortal kombat Ooh, how was it i i wanted to be like a supportive person and watch it with carlos but he he was like flattered so much that he said you don't have to do this and i said okay i thought it was a lot of fun it is oh dog shit stupid because it's a mortal kombat movie um it is incredibly gory which is great because the the movie back in the 90s was not nearly gory enough um because there's like not a drip drop of blood in that first in that movie but this one is super gory. There's some amazing deaths. And the best part of the whole movie is Joss, uh, Josh Lawson as Kano just playing, like, the most Australian, like, stereotype bad guy dude. He's hilarious. Um, he's an actor. Like, he's on House of Lies and some other stuff that I've seen. But I've always seen him, A, doing an American accent and 
be being kind of like a nerdy wimpy guy and to see like super buff Joss Lawson was a lot of fun and he's hilarious he is maybe the only person who knows what movie they're making like he knows they're making the Mortal Kombat movie and that is inherently silly and he's just having a real good time that's always wonderful and nice to hear when actors like know what kind of movie they're making and like they have fun with it and you can see that yeah, he's he's yeah, he's by far the best part of the movie. But I think it's a lot of fun if you like super violent fighty fight movies. Hmm. Well, I'll I'll definitely consider it if I'm feeling like I want to <laughs> get in a fight mood or something. But I have I I have a thing for you. So, okay, I I tested this out. Carlos was was my human go- guinea pig with with this theory. Okay, it's not a theory because he test he he tested it and it's correct. So, when you get the vaccine to not have your arm hurt for a couple days afterwards, what you have to do is after you get the shot, you just have to move the shit out of your arm. Like just like do just do a bunch of shit with your arm, like move it around, like like put it up and down to the side, take it back now, like just move it. And That'll help alleviate the future pain of your arm. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm going to try that too when I get mine on the 6th. I'm very excited to be fully vaccinated. I don't know how I'm going to celebrate. I don't know, but it's a thing to celebrate. What a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing that happens next week is that it's May the 4th. So. It's Bad Batch Day. Yeah, it's Bad Batch Day. But beyond that, are there any, like, announcements or trailers or teasers or anything that you either think we're going to get or that you would like to get? I don't want to get anything because I don't deserve anything. <laughs> okay. Like, I I think that the assumption that we're going to get something is a bad assumption because most likely we're not going to get anything and it, we're just going to move on. Like, it, it's, just, it's just a thing. I don't want to go into a day thinking I'm going to get it. That's like me going to every single job interview thinking I'm going to get this job and then not getting the job and being like, well, shit. Like, I would rather go into it not thinking I'm going to get the job and then get the job and be like, oh, my God, I got it. So I I want to think I'm getting nothing. But if I were to think I was getting something, it would be something for a droid story because I am. (laughs) I completely forgot that Uh, was happening. I mean, Cassian would be cool to see, like, a sneak peek or something. Because I I, I think that's the cool next thing that's going to happen in Star Wars. Or Visions. I totally forgot what Visions was. Like, I keep thinking of, like, Avengers Vision and thinking it's going to be, like, a show about him. And I'm, like, thinking, wait a second, didn't we just get something with Vision? But no. Where it's it's not vision, but I don't know. It's something. What do you want? Well, I mean, the two shows we have coming this year are Visions and Book of Boba Fett. Um, 
obviously for Book of Boba Fett, it's too early for a full trailer. But I could do with a little teaser, even if it's a teaser that doesn't really have any show footage in it. Like, give me a cool little credit, like, title card reveal or something. Um, with just doing some voiceover from Tomorrow Morrison or something like that, and I would be happy. Um, I'd like some sort of casting news for Andor, because I feel like we got the big, like, Boba Fett. I mean, not Boba Fett, the Obi-Wan one. But, like, this person in it, and this person in it, and this person in it. Well, they haven't really done that for Andor, and I would like just to hear some people, and I would really like one of those people to be Jimmy Smits. Good old Jimmy Smits. <sighs> I really like Jimmy Smits a lot. And I think he could fit in nicely on that show. I think so, too. Like, I, I definitely miss, like, seeing his face. Like, I used to watch the prequels a lot as a kid, and I feel like I would see him a lot. And I just, I feel that void of not seeing Jimmy Smits for, like, 15 years. Yeah, and, like, we know he was such an important part of the building of the Rebellion that it makes sense for him to be on the show, especially when Mon Mothma's in it. And we know from like the books and stuff that they worked really closely together and were friends. And so I would like to see a scene with them. So yeah, some sort of casting for Andor or like a cool set picture or something. Give me some sort of Andor content. I mean, obviously it's not going to be a trailer or even a teaser, but like just do some casting news or something. Yeah, a casting announcement or just like a cute little sneak peek thing that isn't a TikTok video would be fun because it, it's always fun just seeing like behind the scenes or like what's going on or, you know, informing us, you know, what exactly, you know, what's going on? Who are we casting? How are we doing? You know, like that's a nice thing to know, but I'm not sure if we're going to get it. I don't know. I don't even remember what happened last May the 4th. Like, I don't even know what I was doing last May the 4th. I think I took a picture with some porgs and called it a day. <laughs> yeah, I'm not expecting anything, like, huge and groundbreaking. But, and I don't think we're going to hear about any new projects, at least not from the, the TV or movie side of things. But I'd like some news on the stuff we already know that's happening. Um, yeah. And we're getting Bad Batch. Do you know, are we getting one episode? Or are we getting two episodes? Is there, have they said how they're doing that? I mean, I know it's not going all up at once, but are they doing that thing where it's like the one releases on Tuesday and then it moves to Friday, so they do two that week and then go to one every other week? My understanding, which I might be wrong, is that we're getting like two episodes or like one big mega episode that's like an hour long. But Disney Plus's version of an hour long is 45 minutes plus 15 minutes with commercials. So we're getting something like that. I believe they're going to do that where it's Tuesday, then Friday, and keep moving on to Friday. I wouldn't be surprised if they just did it on Tuesday, not Friday, then next Friday to keep it a Friday thing. Because, I don't know, Tuesday is just, that's not a Disney Plus thing, you know? I, I think the Friday release is, like, where they're going with, yeah. you know, the releases. You know, they started the first day with, like, The Mandalorian. And I, I think that's a good thing for them. I just hate that a lot of people end up getting spoiled. And that, you know, people can't keep things to themselves, which, you know, spoiler culture is, 
whole bag or whole can of worms, but I just wish that people would be more considerate and I get that you're excited, but so many other people are excited too, you know, who don't have the opportunity or the time to watch it as soon as, you know, 1201 in the morning or any time after that. So, well, I mean, the thing is, I wish, I wish they would just do midnight East coast time because yeah, then it's technically coming out on Thursdays in, you know, on the West coast, but at least then it's not like, hey, if you don't want to get spoiled, step until three o'clock in the morning. Like, I'm willing to step until midnight to watch a show that I care about. If it's going to be like like the first episode or the last episode, I probably wouldn't do it for everyone. But I, I'm not I'm not staying up until three. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I agree. I think that would be a great thing. I'm surprised that they haven't done that because I believe with The Mandalorian, it came out like at like 10 p.m. on December 11th, which... I think they should keep something up like that, too, because, yeah, you you guys have to wait like three in the morning. Like, I don't want to stay up till three in the morning. Even like midnight sometimes for me is kind of a hassle. So I don't know. I just I wish the system was better, but there's always something. Yeah. So speaking of Bad Batch. Matt Lanter was talking with Entertainment Weekly, and he said he is not done voicing Anakin, and that he has been working with Lucasfilm on something. Um, Bad Batch makes you know would make sense. We know there's other projects that we don't know about. Uh, what do you think? And do you care? Ooh, I'll answer the do I care thing first. No, I don't. I mean, <laughs> Matt Lanter, no disrespect to Matt Lanter, but animation just isn't what the movies are for me. And mm-hmm. I understand, you know, the hype of the Clone Wars and of Bad Batch and how these animated actors are really getting attention. I mean, that's wonderful for them, but I necessarily don't care. I mean... I think it's great that he's still part of the franchise. Um, I mean, don't. I don't know the system. I don't know what is correct or incorrect to say in interviews. But I, I don't know. It, it's like how I feel when Ewan, every second he gets a chance to get an interview, you know, talks about like where he is on Kenobi and what he's doing for Kenobi. Like I, I personally don't want to know, like I'm all for like subtle hints, but saying that he's not done with Anakin, like, and then it's probably going to go to a video game or probably something else. Like I don't like hints like that personally. So that's why like, I don't care. So Emily, do you care? Well, here's the thing is I feel like, since we already know we're getting Hayden in Obi-Wan, who cares about seeing him in a cartoon? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, look, I'm certainly, I know there are people who really like him in the Clone Wars a lot, but it seems like even if you are interested in seeing him again in the animated thing, it's not as exciting as the fact that he's going to be Hayden in the show. Possibly Matt knows this and he's, you know, banking it on the fact that 
you know, a lot of Clone Wars fans, you know, probably want to see him in more things and that he's finally or he's just getting this opportunity and he just wants to express that. But yeah, look, look, man, like uh, dude's got to work and it's smart to promote your shit. And like, Respect. I'm not like, I'm not shitting on him for like being excited that he has work to do. I'm just like, particularly I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be surprised if uh, he pops up in Bad Batch in some capacity but i also am not like like eager for it i mean honestly i'd rather it be bad batch than another project because if it is another animated project that means that animated project is still in this same goddamn part of the time period and jesus christ move on yeah like like no disrespect i'm glad i'm glad matt's getting work like good job matt but yeah i would like to move out of this era and yeah, I guess now I'm I'm a little slightly more interested to, you know, what he's talking about, to what potentially, like, he could be in. I mean, most likely it's Bad Batch. Hopefully it's Bad Batch because we don't need any more things in this era. Like, God, please. Like, we got Clone Wars. We got Rebels. I don't know. I... I want to know what happened to that, like, Clone Wars, like, theory that they were going to end it with, like, Kanan Jarrus or something. I'm like, man, that that sounded fucking cool, that just ending it with Kanan, you know, turning into Kanan. I know there's a whole comic book series about that, but uh, that went pretty cool. Like, I think Kanan was a good character, was one of the best characters to come out of Rebels. You just made Sal so, so happy. I love Sal Perales. So the question I, because we didn't have any news today, so I was thinking of questions. And one thing with Bad Batch coming up, <laughs> apart from changing the entire premise of the show, which isn't happening, what is something conceivably you could do with this show? But you know, whether it's a side plot or a certain type of adventure that you would be interested in seeing, given given the framework that it is this, you know rogue bunch of clones who have their each their weird individual like G.I. Joe power personality shit like given that is what the show is is there anything like in this arena or in this specific slice of time that the show could do to really draw you in the only drawn I can think of are the connections to Order 66 and how Order 66 affects them. Because I feel like mental health is extremely important and seeing how their mental health is affected by Order 66 would be powerful. Like, you know, seeing in Falcon Winter Soldier, like Bucky, like, you know, Bucky had to go to fucking therapy. Like, I love that they showed that because, you know, mental health, if everyone should talk about mental health, it's extremely important. And I feel like it would be super cool to see how these people are affected by a horribly tragic event and see what they do with that, how they do with that. And that's what, the, what would intrigue me about the show. But I'm not sure if they're going to go through that route. I believe the show is just going to be a, you know, they're going to bring Rex in and then possibly like rex versus cody battling it out or i don't know or them battling out with one of the clones like i i want to get to know these characters and i want to be able to at the end of this end of the season to see all of them and be able to tell them by name and actually care about it but will that happen i do not know what about you um what i'm more interested in is not 
the the story with the Bad Batch themselves, but we know we're, we know we're getting getting like Tarkin sending guys after them and stuff. What I would find intriguing to play out in the background or as a as a B plot throughout the series is how it goes down replacing the clone army with a enlisted or recruited army. Um, I think especially since we have that character named Omega, who people are assuming is the last clone, she's sort of, I don't know, it's sort of this interesting logistical thing, which isn't the most exciting thing to put on TV. But I am I am really intrigued by that. And I, want, I would like to get into a little bit, even if it is just a really brief background thing of them forcibly conscripting people or, you know, like, like, you know, when you'd be in high school and the army would have a, have a recruitment table up. Like, I would love to see some of that shit going on in Star Wars. Or like when Solo, when he goes up to the guy and says, I want to enlist. And he's like, what's your last name? Oh, I don't know. Why, do you, why would you bring that up? Because <laughs> that's what it reminds me of when you bring out the table and open and, oh. you know, we're open. Come on in. Like, want to enroll? <laughs> Fuck that movie, man. Oh, man, it's so bad. Ugh. I don't know what's worse, though. That or the rise of skywalker like <laughs> if i if i had to choose to watch one i think i would unfortunately have to go with solo because just the rise of skywalker is just like years of excitement yeah brought to being let down but yeah that there's a big difference between the last third of your story being a piece of shit that makes me care less about the first two movies that I actually liked and solo, which I just think is dumb and boring and not particularly well made. And Amelia Clark sucks. Um, <laughs> but like as a movie, it's just sort of like, it's just sort of a nothing bad movie to me. And I would rather that because I don't, it doesn't matter that it's bad because it doesn't affect anything besides the fact that it's a bad movie. Whereas Rise of Skywalker being a bad movie affects the other two movies. It's just still such a shame because after The Last Jedi, you just think of what the fuck are they going to do with this? You know, you see all the potential that movie had and with all the different directors that they could have gone with, you know, after, you know, what's his face bowed out. Like, it's just like so it's like that that meme of the painting of a horse and the horse is perfectly painted and at the end it looks like a kid drew it. Yeah, that's how a lot of people compare like the end of Game of Thrones. And yeah, I could see that. But man, it just sucks cuz like uh The Force Awakens was on like TV the other day and I'm like I can't watch this shit because I know how it ends. Like just that whole trilogy and it sucks because it has full potential and i was excited and you know people talk shit about the last jedi which is actually my favorite star wars movie because it challenged me and it, it was something that i continuously thought about for months i was sitting at work being like what the fuck is gonna happen with this with them with everything and i like a movie that challenges me that makes me think that you know blows my expectations of you know what a movie could be and I'm sad that we haven't gotten that 
you know, the past couple of years, you know, from the movies that uh, Star Wars has provided us with, you know, The Mandalorian, you know, was great, was fun for a while. And I just feel like it lost its magic. And I want that magic back. I want the magic back. Like I saw that video last night that Disney posted of them turning on the lights of the Sleeping Beauty's castle. Like, I want that. So, for some reason, well, not for some reason. Like, there's, there's, a, they had a, they had a guest on who I wanted to hear, and then I ended up liking the rest of the podcast. But I've started listening to this. It's not all Disney. It's sometimes they're like talking about Universal and some other amusement park stuff. But it's called Podcast the Ride, and it's, it's mostly about Debbie. Do you know this one? And it's, they're it's awesome. Most, yeah, and I just started listening to it because because Griffin Newman. Um, I, I love from his podcast blank check and he was a guest and I'm like, fuck it. I'll listen to this. And then like it's, they had such a backlog that I could be like, Oh, this is something I could just listen to and then not run out of podcast. But yeah, so I've been learning a whole lot of very detailed information about Disney rides that I have never and will never go on. But the thing that makes me laugh about it is uh, how much they all hate autotopia. And anytime Autotopia comes up, they, they talk about how they ought to burn it to the ground to make room for something else. Yeah. My favorite thing with them is like their fascination with, and a lot of um, people's fascination with the people who move over in, um, in Disney World and just how that ride isn't really a ride, but it just captivates just so many people. You're just sitting down, just looking at Tomorrowland and beyond and just like, how symbolic and just how fantastic of a ride is because you know you get to relax and you get to go on and every time it's closed for refurbishment people are always so sad like there was a live update the other day that the people mover was up and running and there was someone just like making a live video look i'm on the people mover it's on there are people in line like this is this is it guys or the best ride at Disney World, which is the Carousel of Progress. It is a fantastic ride with animatronics talking about the progression of just of of the United States from, you know, the 1900s to like to what Walt Disney, what, what Walt Disney thought the future was going to be like insane. Like he thought they're going to there's going to be like VR and like Alexa would be in your oven. So you'd be like, hey, Alexa, set my oven to 500 degrees or something. I mean, he was he was a little off, but, you know, it's just the thought that counts. And that that ride is just so fun because just Walt's imagination was interesting and especially with what he wanted to do with Epcot you know just his opinion of what the future would be was just so interesting and so like out there to the fact when he opened up the park and they totally abolished uh Tomorrowland like not even 10 years before it was there because it was just so bad and then he just totally revamped everything just Walt Disney is just a character and that park is just a character itself so it excites me to hear people talk about you know the things that I love and the things that I grew up with you know especially seeing that you know Disneyland's reopening soon and just seeing people there today was like cast member day or something so there was everyone there so it's exciting times like even though I don't think I'm going you know due to you know COVID still being a thing and even though the CDC guidelines are like loosening up, you know, wearing masks outside, you know, this or that, you know, if you're fully vaccinated, like 
it's still struggle and it's still something that, you know, I question whether or not, you know, I want to put myself in that position. But it surely makes me happy seeing the magic of Disney and of the rides. And I can't believe I've gone into a five minute Disney tangent all from podcast, the ride, but you know what? <laughs> We're here and that's a great podcast and you should check it out because they're, a, they're a fun group. Yeah. It's, it's fun. I'm really enjoying it again. And, and like, I've been to Disney world once when I was like nine and I still enjoy it, but yeah. Um, I think that actually might be it for today. Because my cold medicine is making me pretty drowsy. And we don't have any other news. I would not be surprised if you're fully asleep during my Disney tangent. Because <laughs> no, I would understand. No, I like your passion. That's good. My passion for for autotopia which we'll we'll get you on what we'll get you on one day i was talking to carlos i'm like you know like i need to think of places to take emily like just like to go out to lunch or like dinner or something i'm like there's this great rooftop bar that's like it overlooks all of disney i almost want to take you there to be like okay so over here <laughs> is this ride and over there is that ride that's the matterhorn and it's like a bobsled like in florida the bobsleds are used for space mountain that's the big difference between space mountain here and in florida is that their bobsleds in florida and here they're side to side but i don't know we'll, we'll see we'll we'll see but uh, fun awaits but anyways before you fall asleep let's end this <laughs> okay uh, Brittany where can people find you on the internet you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Kento Britt what about you I am on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind and the show is on Twitter and Instagram at CantoBitePod and you can send us emails CantoBitePod at gmail.com and that rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show and um, thank you for listening and we will talk to you all next week. Bye! Bye! Ghetto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a Ghetto bitch. Brittany, the Jinch, and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Ghetto bitch number one.